Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a Wednesday here on VSIN Primetime. That gentleman right there trying to get you a Brock Purdy jersey. Sean King. I will definitely wear it. 100%. I'm a Brock Purdy fan now. We are, we are all in on Team Purdy so he can. Uh, Make the the aura of Sean King, who was uh, mentioned multiple times on Monday and Tuesday regarding Brock Purdy. Uh, that is, of course, Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former Tulane Green Wave. Great. I am Tim Murray. Uh, we were just chatting with the one and only Brett McMurphy, who will join us later. He's got business to do. He's in town. He's not just having a vacation. So Brett McMurphy will join us in about an hour and a half. But we had some uh, fun chats with him. Brett's. Brett's one of the best. Uh, He will join us later on in the show, 7.30 Eastern. We'll talk to our guy, Eric Eager, coming up in 15 minutes. Nick Whalen will also join us later on in this hour. And then our senior NBA analyst, VEASAN's Jonathan Von Tobel, will also join the show. So a lot to get to. How are you doing today? I, I, you know, so many times we get right into things. I just, I want to know how you're doing. Your Dukies won last night. They did, and they looked impressive. Yeah. Um... I can now see light at the end of the tunnel that I did not see initially, so that's a good thing. Uh, we gave out some plays on the show. Pretty good night for us. That's you liked Wisconsin. Wisconsin money line. Uh, kind of got close there at the end, but they did pull it out. Um, I gave out, I think was it Vermont? Minus five. That was a rocking chair game. They were up 20 at the half, coasted. We gave out uh, Puck Shadamas, gave out the St. Louis Blues at plus 148. Never in doubt. Only loss last night was the Seattle Kraken. Puck line that did not come through. So three and one night here on V some prime. We'll time. take it. Yeah. Anytime we can profit. Um we got some are, plays from tonight, too. Um, yeah, I'll get right into it. This game starts at the bottom of the hour. I'm rolling with the Siena Saints going up against Georgetown. There will probably be a good 74 people in attendance at this game <laughs> uh, at the Verizon Center, whatever they're you calling hate Patrick it. Ewing. I do not. I like betting against him. Um, and uh, I took six. I was hoping Caesars had a six just a moment ago. It's five and a half. We'll roll with Sienna. Maybe a little sprinkle on the money line, too. Uh, Sienna's a good team. Good program from the MAC. Taking on Georgetown, catching five and a half. So we'll roll with the Sienna Saints. In this spot, that game coming up bottom of the hour, so we'll be sweating that out on the air here. So hopefully uh, the Siena Saints can uh, can keep it rolling here on a positive note. I will mention, I am not betting this, but 
We'll get confirmation maybe from Kenny White here. Uh, Kenny White, one of his favorite things to do is fade Notre Dame as a double-digit favorite. <laughs> uh, they are playing Boston University, are the Irish. They're, catch- or they're laying 14. I am not touching the game, uh, but uh, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll text Kenny and see what he says. That's usually a system play for him, but uh, I am not off that on that game. They just lost a really bad game over the weekend. Notre Dame did to Syracuse, so I will pass on that one. You got some college hoops in your I mind, do. Too. I have uh, one game that I really love tonight, the Indiana Hoosiers at home playing against a Nebraska team, coming off a big win over a rival that they've struggled with. So Creighton. Um, Indiana's might lay in 13 points here, but I think they win this game. I think they both race Nebraska. Great situational 12. spot. Yeah, I got a bad number then. I, I, I bet it last night. So Also, Puckstradamus has a play that he loves, and that's the Calgary Flames. Uh, minus 55 cent tonight, but I think Calgary gets this done. One of the top home ice advantages in hockey. Good situational spot for Calgary here as they take on the Minnesota Wild. All right, so uh, Sienna plus 5.5 for yours truly. Puckstradamus uh, is rolling with who again? Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana minus the 12, which is available at multiple shops across and the Calgary the country. Fires. All right, there we go. A little business to attend to. Uh, Aaron Judge has got a lot of money, shockingly. Nine years, $360 million a lot to go more money. to the Yankees. Yes, that is true. But let's get to <laughs> bettable or forgettable because Aaron Judge going to the Yankees isn't very bettable right now. Uh, but let's get to Von Miller. Sean, being out for the year, what a bizarre circumstance because Von Miller went on his own podcast and said he's going to be back, and then they did an exploratory surgery, and they found, uh, you got a torn ACL there, buddy, and they went ahead and fixed it, and he is done for the year. So the Buffalo Bills, they're a massive favorite this weekend, laying nine against the New York Jets. Maybe not for this weekend, but long-term Bettable or forgettable, Von Miller lost for the season for the Buffalo Bills. Well, if you're talking specifically, you know, this particular game, I think this is extremely bettable information. Didn't didn't the Jets just beat the Bills 20 to 17? And that was with Zach Wilson. They did. At quarterback. Mike White is a much better quarterback at this current point than Zach Wilson. So I think this is bettable. Information. Now, I like the Jets in, in this spot. I, I really do. Wow. I like the Jets. I think it's bettable. I how, think Von how, Miller's what makes the Bills defense elite, his ability on third down and rush the quarterback. Not having that is significant. Well, how big moving forward, though, Sean, big picture for the Buffalo Bills, is this for the Bills a team that, look, I mean, Von Miller, we've seen him wreak havoc in postseasons, and now a guy that won a Super Bowl last year, was the MVP of a Super Bowl, uh, you know, Super Bowl 50 with the Denver Broncos. He will be absent for this postseason run through the AFC, an AFC that has, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, a, a Cincinnati Bengals team that's getting hotter, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So I would say this is in, very bettable for, for the Buffalo Bills, a team with a ton of talent, but an edge rusher with already eight sacks on the year. This is a big loss I, I guess I, I guess emotionally I didn't react at a fever pitch because I had kind of already ridden the Buffalo Bills off as legit Super Bowl contenders for this year. Mm-hmm. Really? I think the injuries have taken their toll. Okay. Uh, they don't look fresh offensively. They don't look explosive. Uh, those guys uh, outside of Stephon Diggs seem to be laboring with some different things. I had already kind of written the Bills off. They're still a favorite at BetMGM, at least as of today, a plus one Some college football news. We're going to get to the clip and a little bit later on because we're just kind of running through these as much as possible. But big news today, maybe not that surprising if you listened to the show last night, but Jeff Brom is headed back to his alma mater, headed to Louisville, and he is leaving Purdue after, uh, I believe, six seasons as the head coach of the Boilermakers, led them to a Big, tw- Big Ten play, uh, championship appearance this year. And uh, they, Purdue, that is, uh, will be taking on LSU in the Citrus Bowl. And we saw a line move today of about two points. Bettable or forgettable, Purdue is now looking for a head coach as Jeff Brom heads to his alma mater. This is an interesting one because Brad Powers came on the show yesterday and said that he loved LSU minus eight. He thought that Jeff Braun would at some point during this process, but before the bowl game, actually take the Louisville job. So if I didn't get eight, I guess the reason I'm hesitating is do I take 10 now? Am I getting a bad number 
It is um, a key number, certainly. I don't know what Jaden Daniels is going to do from LSU. I know Nussmeyer's son looked more than capable in his time in the SEC championship game versus Georgia, but LSU has question marks as well. I know Booty He's opted back. in, yep. but I, I, don't, I, I probably would lean towards LSU in this point. Is Brom going to coach through the bowl game? Is nope. he leaving he's, immediately? He's gone. Is, he sent a text. Yeah, so. Like a fart in the wind. See you later. Did he really send a text? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, here's what's interesting. It's a little off topic, but I want to make a point about it. I tweeted something out. You guys go to at King, and you can find it on my uh, retweets link. Deion Sanders, when he announced that he was going to Colorado Buffalo's job, mm-hmm. had a in-person meeting with his current team at Jackson State yeah. and then opened the floor up for comments and questions and sat there in front of the team that he was leaving for a good hour. Now, you just told me Jeff Brom sent a text yep. to the University of Purdue. So when I'm just, and I just put that out there, when, people, when you're formulating an opinion about the true character of some of these guys, and just think about some of those things. Yeah, it's, um, it's, there's, it, look, Dion did it the right way. There is no right or wrong way, in See, my the, opinion. The it's pro- just your choice. The problem is, and I know we're getting off topic here, but I think it's worth a discussion, and we'll get to some other opt outs as well. There is no right way, especially now with the, you know, the Brett McMurphy's. Shouts to Brett, who will be on the show later, the Pete Thamels, et cetera, who report this stuff. And it's their job. I'm not saying that, that they're wrong in doing so. But it, it's hard for these guys to get in front of it. But I will say this. Dion met with his team. Reportedly, Luke Fickle met with his team. So Dion staying to coach a bowl game so, because he said he wants to finish what he started. Can I ask you? Yes. If Could Jeff Brom stay? Yeah, absolutely. The game is January 2nd. Uh, National signing day is December 21st. Could absolutely. he be? But wouldn't, I would think Louisville, or excuse me, Purdue, would think that is a slap in the face because it is, in their eyes, a sidestep. While Jackson State is from FCS to the Pac 12, to a Power Five. I look back at Scott Frost, right? Scott Frost was able to finish it out at UCF. He was celebrated by his team. He was going to his alma mater. You asked a specific question, yes. If Jeff Brom said, I started the race this year, we had a great season that culminated with, with us uh, having a berth in the Big Ten Championship, I owe it to the seniors and the guys who have committed themselves to my vision, my culture, to see it through. Now, he could go back and forth, just right. like Scott Frost did, lead the staff there, he could do some Louisville stuff, but he could coach that game if mm-hmm. he wanted to. It's a choice he's making. I'm not saying yeah. it's the wrong choice or the right choice. I'm just saying when these guys, you start to, you know, in your mind formulating, are they what they really say they are? Look at their actions. Like Dion says that he really real quick, cares. Real that he race. He's I, showing it. I do want to say this. Uh, thank you for the tweet. At Real Matt in Indy. He said, Brom did not send a text to his Purdue players. He sent a text that was mistaken as such to his recruits, he met with the team in person Good. at 1 o'clock. Good okay, thank you yep. for clearing that up. Thank you for Twitter. Hey, Twitter can be positive every once in a while. At Real Sean King, at 1 Tim Murray. Eric Eager, always positive, talking NFL next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN Primetime, and it is always our pleasure to welcome in our good friend. Follow him on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. All their work also at Sumer Sports. He joins us Right now, E, always a pleasure, my man. Got to pour one out for your shots. Uh, are you now going to be a Liberty Flame fan, or are you going to stick with the boys on the teal turf now that Grayson McCall, I believe his eligibility has expired? I don't even know anymore. And uh, Jamie Chadwell's headed up to Lynchburg, Virginia. Hey, before you answer this, the good people in Conway, South Carolina, are tuned in, Eric. They are listening. Uh, I was not. A, I'm not a Jamie Chadwell fan. I'm a Coastal Carolina fan. Oh, I'm good. There we go, baby. So, also, Tim, uh, this is me refraining from a Liberty joke uh, because there are many. Uh, so, uh, I, I, this is my, this is me exercising self restraint. I mean, I don't hate the Liberty Flames. I actually think they're a pretty solid program. But, um, but no, I mean, look, like the the teal the teal field stays. Teal, go re- rolling with the teal. All right, I like it. All right, back on to where you thrive. Not that you don't thrive. You thrive in many areas. WNBA, CFL, talking Coastal Carolina. I mean, there's a lot of things, Eric. Math, math, just in general. So uh, there's a lot of things Eric thrives at. But let's hit the uh, NFL. And I know your ears have been burning. Your eyes are just fixated like mine are on this line. <laughs> that is in the Motor City of Detroit. You have been captain, hashtag restore the roar. The restore is, I don't know, the roar's getting louder right now, and this is the most amazing line ever. The fact that the Detroit Lions are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, even a juice two-and-a-half here at Circus Sports, Eric, against the Minnesota Vikings. You are a man who likes to read the market, so I would imagine you would be rolling with the Lions, or is this just gone too far? Your breakdown of Minnesota and Detroit. Yeah, I mean, this is a combination of a few things, right? The Vikings are not a, a good team, even though they have their certain record. The market's open with them being slight favorites in this game. Um, Detroit is a pretty solid team, especially on offense, and they've gotten better. If you look at season-long statistics for them, they haven't been great. But if you look at you know the last few you know weeks defensively, they've been fine. Um, so that's a couple things coming together. I it's hard for me though. Like as somebody who has, uh, you know, moved the markets towards Detroit a few times, I-, I feel like this is too rich for my blood at this point. The Vikings have covered all but two of their last, I think, six or seven games because the market is very uh, attuned to the fact that they're not very good and they still keep winning these games. Um, so I-, I think in this one, if you didn't get Detroit early, you probably are too late to the party. And, and I think the Vikings aren't so bad that they should be you know getting a full field goal on the road even against the lions 
I, I just think it's a you know it, it's a it's a rough one. I think you got to sit this one out at this point and just observe uh, you know how fun it is that the roar is being restored. You know, I'm approaching this game like I'd rather take the Vikings and accept losing than check this game at <laughs> halftime and the Vikings be up 24 to seven, but down 150 yards in the stats because they've been losing every statistical and analytical way you can evaluate in upcoming game. The Vikings are on the wrong side, but it's been that the whole year, Eric, and they found a way to win games they shouldn't. That's why they're 10 and two. I do think this will regress at some point, but I think that will be next year. Talk me out of that opinion. Well, their their schedule is certainly easy down the stretch. They they got another backup quarterback last week in Mike White. They got a, a possibly a few more in the future here. Um, even when they get to the playoffs, they might face San Francisco and they'll they'll have Brock Purdy. So I agree that like I don't think that this team's going to crash and lose five or six games in a row. Um, you know, including playoffs. Like they they probably will win a few games, and you know I think that that is. Um, you know, a, a, you know, I, I think that they're going to go in the playoffs with a pretty good record. And if they get better fundamentally, like if they improve on offense, they improve on defense with the 31st, I believe ranked team in yards per play allowed, if I remember correctly, um, you know, they could actually make some, make a run because they're going to have home games by virtue of the record that they've had. You can follow Eric on Twitter at Eric eager underscore, uh, check out all their work on Sumer sports, check out their YouTube page as well. Let's get to a spot, and uh, props to you. I ended up betting the Bengals last week uh, just because of the... Yeah, I know you didn't. Uh, I enjoyed betting the Bengals. Um, But a nice win, and the Bengals are hot right now. Now, I always wonder when's time to jump off, maybe fade the other side. So you've got Cincinnati laying six at home, the city that you call home right now, against the Cleveland Browns. Is this too much? Is is the public too in love with Cincinnati fresh off that win over Kansas City? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, I think it, it's sharp money, right? Because it opened at four and a half. It got out to six. I, I respect that money. Yep. I, I would say now, though, given the way that the, the Browns have matched up against the Bengals historically, um, you know, I would at least lay off of them at six. I, I, you know, that that to me, I feel like is is a little bit too rich for my blood. If it got to seven, I think you'd have to auto bet Cleveland here. I'm just given, you know, all the things about, you know, divisional, you know, rivalries and, and you know, pot, you know, the, the fact that the point spreads shrink in the games like that. Um, but right now, I think the number's probably right. Um, if anything, you, you want to take Cleveland, but I think you lay off of uh, the Browns here and, and respect, uh, you know, the fact that the Bengals have been probably the AFC's best team uh, other than maybe Miami. But even after you adjust for schedule, I think Cincinnati's been the league's best team uh, in that in that conference since like week four. Uh, real quickly, uh, terrible, terrible, terrible game. Uh, first back for Deshaun Watson. As I predicted, I thought he'd be extremely rusty. Does this get better uh, as the weeks continue to go, or do you think we don't see a better version of him until next year? Uh, I think it's going to be rough, like because that offense in Cleveland is very much designed for more of a under center play action quarterback, um, and so you know he's more of a in the shotgun, kind of spread the thing out, have the option to run, you know, um, and, and throw the ball quickly. And it's just not the, like, that offense was ba- made for Baker Mayfield. That offense was made eventually for Jacoby Brissett. Like, it's just not an offense where I think he feels comfortable. I, you know, Sean, I it probably, maybe I'm, I'm overfitting a little bit too much, but like the offense that they ran in Houston and even back to Clemson, like you're, you're talking about spread them out, multiple receivers, uh, you know, get the ball out of your hands quickly, extend plays, that kind of thing. And their offense is mostly you know, under center play action through the running backs. And, and it's it's just going to be an adjustment. That offense is usually easier for quarterbacks, but that doesn't mean it's going to be easier for Deshaun Watson. Eric, I know I, we got another game to hit here, but I, I'm just curious, uh, your comparison. A lot of people, a lot of buzz <laughs> believe that the 2022 oh. Brock Purdy is compared to the 1999 Sean King. Assess. Well, I, if Sean does, Sean might remember this, but I remember growing up in Minnesota, I remember his first start, which was a Monday night football game against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and, you know, I also remember Bert Emanuel caught it. So, you know, if, if things, you know, turn out better for the Niners in terms of getting a call, uh, you know, they might be able to replicate what Tampa Bay did. But, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, Brock Purdy, a seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant. Sean King, if I remember correctly, a second-round pick out of Tulane. 
I would say that Sean King has a better what we call prior in the business than uh, than than Purdy would. Yeah, we're in the process of giving me a Brock Purdy jersey. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> we got to. I'm not going to wear it this week because they're playing the Bucks. True. But after that. Do you want an Iowa State? I know people in Iowa. Do you want an Iowa State Brock Purdy jersey no, or no, a 49ers? No, Niners. Niners right, we'll get you. We'll, bang, bang, Niner game. We'll, we'll get you a Niners, uh, Niners jersey. Eric Eager joining us uh, once again. Sumer Sports. Make sure to check them out. All right. Let's get to the Miami Dolphins visiting the Chargers. And, and uh, there's been a lot of belief, and I tend to agree. You know, anytime you can play against the Chargers at home. Sometimes you're getting a little bit of value. So you're getting the Dolphins. You can find them as low as three. Uh, we're showing at BetMGM a juice three. Uh, how do you break down Dolphins-Chargers on Sunday out at SoFi? I, I think the Dolphins are better coached. I think they have a more efficient offense. I think they're they're not perfect defensively, but they're better than the Chargers. I feel like every time I'm watching Justin Herbert, I'm like in a art museum with my college girlfriend and she's, you know, making fun of me because I don't understand the painting. I like all this stuff. Like Justin Herbert is like apparently this God, God quarterback that can't win. And I'm like, well, I don't get it. Like it's third and seven. And he wants a minus two yard pass to Austin Eckler. Like it is. And I understand that there are great throws, but to me, he's just a bunch of paint thrown on a, on a canvas here. So give me the dolphins minus three. I, I, you know, he has the second most losses as a starting quarterback since he's entered the league. Like, I just feel like, Something's going wrong there, and it's funny that everybody gives Herbert the benefit of the doubt when there are a lot of other quarterbacks that deal with much worse. I just think of Mr. Pitt. I can't see it, Elaine. Where is it? That's that's when uh, Eric's looking at Justin Herbert. E, as always, man, we appreciate the time. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having me on, guys. There he is, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch, re- catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcast and you can get plenty of podcasts, including Beat the Book with Gil Alexander. One that I really like is the college football betting podcast, Sean. It's spectacular in my eyes. There's also the GM Shuffle, Hardwood Handicappers, everything you want. Guess what? It's all free. Free is the perfect price. Available now. VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN primetime. And uh, some opt-outs were coming out today. Um, some... Not very surprising. Some still up in the air, and we'll get to that here in just a little bit. But uh, some official officiality to some of the opt-outs. And we'll start with Will Levis. Will Levis had already declared for the NFL draft, I believe earlier this week. And today it became official. He is not going to play in the bowl game against Iowa with the total at an amazingly low 31 and a half lower than the Army Navy game this weekend. Iowa's got quarterback issues themselves. Uh, they went out and got Cade McNamara, but he can't play in this bowl game. You sure? I'm, I am sure. Okay. That would be helpful for them. Bettable or forgettable, Sean, because Iowa did flip to a favorite here when the news came out. I took a little piece of Iowa at plus money when the news came out. Not my favorite bet because Kentucky certainly could still win this game and it could be, you know, negative four to three in this one. Yeah, this is interesting. It's forgettable for me because I thought Iowa was going to win the game anyway. Kentucky was terrible on offense with Mr. Will Levis. They were, tw- they were I think they have 22 points per game, which is like 26 worst, not 26 best, 26 worst out of over 100 <laughs> FBS teams. So, they fired Rick Scangarella, the offensive coordinator, after one year. He's no longer there. Not the expectations um, for the season, you know, that Kentucky had. None of them manifested themselves this year. So I know Coach Stoops is, is looking to next year. It'll be interesting. I think this will be a low-scoring game, a lot of running of the football. Uh, kids just enjoyed a, a nice week of a bowl, and, you know, don't get, let's not get anybody hurt. This may, they may even shake before the game. <laughs> 
And Kirk and Kirk and Snoopy may shake before. Hey, hey, hey! We're just gonna get through this. Let's play it like a scrimmage. What? What do you? What do you call the game? That's my baby games. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's my baby. Yeah, it's just the mamas. The mamas game. Yeah, the mamas. That's the mamas games. It's just that's the only people gonna be there. Everybody, mama. That's my baby. However, yeah. I mean, hey, man, I can think of worse places to be than Nashville on th- on New Year's Eve. If you're Iowa fans travel regardless. So think about the downfall that happened with Will Levis. So you're gonna have to evaluate Will Levis pre mayonnaise in the coffee being public information <laughs> and post mayonnaise in the coffee. You Will Levis. You went hook line sinker. Oh, I tried to I tried to put a positive spin on it because I'd already picked Kentucky. See what happened. I thought was, they would be this year's Tennessee. I I then Gonzalez gets a DUI. He's got to sit out the first couple games, but they kind of you know traverse their way through it. And Will Levis, he was terrible this year. Let's just keep it a buck. As you guys look at the upcoming mock drafts, anybody that has Will Levis going to top five, just don't even pay any attention to what they're, what they're putting out there. He was awful this year. Don't let anybody tell you it was the O-line. It was a new coordinator. Will Levis was terrible this year. Last year, he's a good player. This year, Brandon Armstrong, kind of same boat. Good player last year, terrible this year, there were a couple quarterbacks that regressed significantly. Will and Levis both lost them. their offense coordinators. Yeah. Curious about Brennan Armstrong. The guy puts mayonnaise in so coffee. So I knew we were in trouble. I knew Kentucky was in trouble. I uh, I do a radio show in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and I, I talked about the mayonnaise, right? And then I went up and did a remote with them in Milwaukee, and someone got me a coffee and a packet of mayonnaise, and I I did it. And it was the most repulsive thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, this, I, this is your last show. I, I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, this is your last show. That was awful. They kept that to yourself. So, by the way, the, the bettable part of this is I liked Iowa. I loved them as a dog because I thought they were going to win outright. If you're going to play this game, I would imagine you go ahead and get in on Iowa right now because I don't think Kentucky's running back has announced that he's not playing in the bowl game, right, Gonzalez? So, if he was to come out, and, and Rodriguez, I mean, if he was to come out and say that he wasn't participating, the line probably go down or, or, or move even more. So if you like Iowa, then I'd jump on them right now. Yeah, I would imagine Chris Rodriguez, a fifth-year senior. What I say, Gonzalez? I'm sorry, Chris, my bad. Is, uh, is not going to be playing in this game. And that's the interesting thing with a lot of these bowl games. We haven't got the official announcements. Today we did get the official announcement of Michael Mayer opting out of the bowl game for Notre Dame. I'm not – surprised at all i mean he's going to be a first round pick we talked about it last night uh, a little bit on the show so michael mayer opts out they don't have a quarterback right now yeah they do uh well they have steve angeli or tyler buckner yeah they are. so so the only reason mike mayer didn't opt out after week like two or three was because uh he's buddies with mike uh, drew pine you know, tyler got hurt <laughs> he was stinking it up to start the year he was terrible <laughs> he was not uh, not pressing. And then Drew Pine, at least he wasn't Tyler Buckner. So well, now Buckner's back. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. He did get a dope commercial out of this year, though. That that commercial with him and Freeman in the desert. That's, Foskey? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Isaiah Foskey, I would imagine, opts out, too. I'll say this. I like South Carolina in this game. I, I don't know. Can only they, thing that scares me. They can't me, stop the run. Only thing that's, that's not what scares me in this game. The thing that scares me is their offensive coordinator, Satterfield, is now in Nebraska. And he's already left. Yep. And he was the play caller. I wanted to keep dropping. Because if this thing is down around to pick him, I would take Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm still going. All right. We'll see how it plays out. South Carolina beat Clemson and Tennessee down. I know they lost to Vandy, too, though, didn't they, though? They also lost by 30 to Florida. So, <laughs> I mean, you could say, yes, Notre Dame lost to Stanford, and they lost to. I'll say this. I would not be shocked. Where is this game at? Jacksonville. This will be a super heavy South Carolina crowd. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah they About have four-hour drive. Yeah, they have really supported Beamer and what he's selling in that community. They're going to support this team in this bowl game. It's going to be a, a a lot of Gamecock fans there. The one thing, and we'll get into bowl games and the specifics of all of them as as it goes on. Notre Dame's entire offensive line is playing in this game. And let's be honest, the reason they beat Clemson had nothing to do with Drew Pine. It had all to do about a team rushing for over 250 yards against Clemson. So it'll be interesting to see uh, that game play the out. The problem is Clemson had DJ playing at quarterback. That is true. 
And Spencer Rattler looks like finally the guy that was rated the number one player in the country coming out of high can school. You tr- but can you trust Spencer Rattler after a month off? Well, getting all his until r- he shows you something different from a wagering standpoint, you have to feel like that's where the Satterfield thing worries me, because it looks like him and and, and Satterfield have finally like found their rhythm. Now you lose your coordinator. He's not there, and so it, it, it kind of. Otherwise, this will be South Carolina money line all the way for me. Well, I think it, I think the number is going to keep dropping. Um, a couple players have hit the portal for uh, for South Carolina. Their starting corner is going to be out, so they lost a couple pieces, but we'll see. But uh, yes, Michael Mayer headed to the NFL. No surprise there has opted out. One name that I haven't heard yet about opting out is Bijan Robinson. I can't imagine B. John Robinson. Who's Texas have? Washington. I like Washington. This is a great game. I think it's a fantastic game. This is game. a great game. Regardless of if B. John plays or not, which I would be very surprised if B. John Robinson played in the Alamo Bowl, um, I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. December 29th is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of yeah. points. I'll take the points of Washington, plus six. Yeah, I'm probably going to go Washington money line. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Penix is my guy. He's from Tampa. He's coming back for year 11. I, I mean... He, he's, he's been in, in college, I think, since. Since the Eisenhower administration. I was trying to think who. Sarkeesian was the quarterback at Washington. I think Penix was the backup. <laughs> so, I mean, he's been there a while. So, I mean, he'll appreciate these games. They'll mean a little more to him. I, I like Washington to be motivated. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I mean, I, initially I thought Washington. I don't think Texas is motivated, not to cut you off. Initially I thought Washington wouldn't be motivated because they were this close. They were a USC win away from going to the Rose Bowl. But they were terrible last year. No, I know. So for them, this is like, and, they're not coming off of a bowl appearance. And did you see the video when Pope Penix announced he was coming back? The place went bananas. So I hope he got a big NIL. He deserves I'm it. I'm sure he's doing all right. So I, I can't wait for this one. B. John Robinson, by the way, over his career, has he had 258 carries this year and 19 receptions. The problem is they have multiple backs. No, like, I know. They, yeah, they have a they couple They got talented guys. dudes. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's. B. John's good, but. But the line, they have guys. But when he announces inevitably that he's not playing, the line's going to drop. You know who he reminds me of? Bijan? The style of play uh, talent. Who's that? Brees Hall. Ooh. Very, very similar guy. I think he's not better than Brees Hall? Brees Hall, to my opinion, was going to be rookie of the year if he didn't get hurt. No, I know. But I'm saying, don't you think there's more What's talent be with Bijan Robinson? No, they're, they're the same. Okay. Both really good. Mm-hmm. By the way, M- only MGM or so is uh, five and a half. So still six is out there. I'm rolling with the Huskies, plus the six. I think I'm going to go money on. All right. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> Sometimes taking the points is the way to go. We'll talk to Nick Whalen. A little NFL chatter with him on the other side. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Come on back on Prime Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN Primetime, and there we are. As the read makes a midweek magic. Light the lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to $16. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to the Light the Lamp Wednesday's promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your prop bet's outcome. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification. Eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It is V-CIN primetime alongside Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Just a day where we're... Sweating out Siena against Georgetown. Hopefully we can get on home. Apparently Mike Palm is at this game. I don't know why, but uh, Mike Palm representing, hopefully he's got a Siena ticket in pocket so we can... Did he attend Siena? I don't believe so. He attended Notre Dame. I mean, he attended a Catholic school, both these Catholic schools. I don't know. Does that that lead you to get to Washington, D.C. to go watch this game? But uh, hopefully he can will the Siena Saints to a victory. Maybe maybe Derek's trying to buy the uh, Commanders. Maybe. Or the Nationals. I think they're up for sale, too. All right. Let's let's uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's bring on from Roto-Wire, a frequent guest on our program. It is Nick Whalen. You could follow him on Twitter, at Whalen, and replace the L with the number one. Uh, Nick, let's jump into a game that we discussed a little bit earlier in the show. Curious your thoughts, because it feels like the Bengals right now are one of the talks of the NFL, right? They're getting hot at the right time, but they do have, maybe outside of this week, a rather challenging schedule. They're laying six at home, coming off of that Chiefs victory. Now, if this is a college situation, Sean, the Browns would be in my letdown spots. Okay. But it's professional football, so I don't really consider there to be letdown spots. But the curiosity I have, Nick, in your eyes, has the market overreacted here to the fact that the Bengals just had that impressive victory and have seemed to be rolling. So... Bengals lay in six against the Browns. Uh, do you see anything of interest there? Uh, to me, it's not really an overreaction. You know, I, I think you, if you can't put stock in a win like that, beating the Kansas City Chiefs for the third time in a row, uh, and, you know, basically the third time this calendar year, I don't know what you can you put stock in. So to me, I, I'm fine with Cincinnati being installed as a six-point favorite here. Of course, Cleveland was the last team to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Although that did come in kind of a letdown spot for Cincinnati. They had just lost Jamar Chase the week before. That was one where you could tell basically from the first series of the game that Cincinnati just didn't have it. But ever since then, like you said, they've kind of been the toast of the league. And I think last week was a very clear announcement to the rest of the AFC that, hey, we need to be talked about in the same breath as the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills when it comes to teams that can win the Super Bowl in this conference. I was really impressed last week with the offensive line, the amount of time that Joe Burrow had throughout that entire game. It felt like he was barely touched. I think the defense has improved over the last month. And, you know, it's hard to quantify with Joe Burrow because he's not the type of guy that is always going to rack up a ton of yards. You know, the, the, the stats this year, like the efficiency is great, but he, you know, he's not on pace for like 50 touchdowns or anything like that. He doesn't necessarily make a ton of wow plays, but he's just an assassin, man. It really is Brady-esque at times with just the, the amount of confidence that you have when that guy's dropping back on a key third down late in the game, you know, if you're rooting for the other team, you don't want to see that. You never want to see Joe Burrow with a clean pocket because you know he's making a good throw. And on the other side of this game, you know, the Browns looked awful last week, guys. I know they ended up covering against Houston, but 
man, didn't score an offensive touchdown. Deshaun Watson threw an awful pick in the end zone. I thought he looked really, really bad. And at some point, he's going to improve. But I don't know if that improvement comes over the course of the week when you're going from facing the Houston Texans defense to the Cincinnati Bengals. You know what's interesting? The Bengals sit 11-1 and to win the Super Bowl this year. And Nick, when you look at the fact that, okay, we just found out Von Miller is out for the year for Buffalo. Miami defensively doesn't look elite. Why not Cincinnati? Lamar is out for the next few weeks for Baltimore. I mean, the AFC at one point looked like the more dominant division, but it has a bunch of question marks. Is that good value on the Bengals? I think it is. And look, I, I put in a Bengals 22 to one ticket when we were out uh, at Circa back in July. Uh, I, I thought the Bengals were being wildly undervalued. And you know, if you look at a lot of books now, the Ravens are, are favored to win that division. And a lot of that comes down to to the schedule. And I understand that. But with this Lamar injury, I mean, I, I think Cincinnati, you can make a case that they're the best team in the conference. And when push comes to shove, it's like, you know, does the Bills best game beat the Bengals best game? Maybe, probably. You could maybe say the same thing about the Kansas City Chiefs. But again, the Bengals just beat the Chiefs. You know, we, we have to be able to put some stock in that. They've clearly uh, had Kansas City's number. And, and like you said, you know, the Bills not only losing Von Miller, that's huge when you start to project out what that means for the rest of the season. But I mean, we've gone, what, six, seven weeks now where the Bills, yeah, they've looked good, but they haven't looked like a great team to me in a very long time. We're chatting once again with Nick Whalen. Follow him on Twitter at Whalen, but replace the L with the number one. Check him out on RotoWire and listen to him on Sirius XM. Tomorrow night, we've got the Rams hosting the Raiders. And let's be honest, that stadium will be 80% Raider fans, if not more. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Los Angeles, the biggest fan base they still have in that city, are Raider fans. Raiders win this past weekend here in Vegas. They beat the Chargers. And uh, that line is sitting there at six right now, and you're starting to see some six and a halfs pop. So, is it time to grab the Raiders, Nick, before this thing continues to move up? Uh, look, guys, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think it is. I, <laughs> I, I left the Raiders for dead, you know, a few weeks ago when they had the those back-to-back no-show games. Uh, you know, the, the loss to Jacksonville felt like that was the final nail in the coffin for this team. And for the second year in a row, they're getting this this crazy second wind at the end of the season. And it, it feels like they're a three-man team. It's Carr, it's Jacobs, it's Devontae Adams, but it hasn't mattered that they've been without Darren Waller. I mean, this offense is putting up 400-plus yards every week. Josh Jacobs is running away with the rushing title. He's like 200 yards clear of the second-next-highest uh, rusher in the league. And look, to me, it felt like the Rams played a much better game than expected last week against Seattle. I was all over Seattle with the points in that game. I, I think, you know, the Seahawks defense, that's a conversation maybe for another hit on Vicent, but I, it felt like the Rams, like they went all out to win that game. This to me kind of feels like a letdown spot. They might be starting Baker Mayfield, who would be coming in on like <laughs> you know, two days to prepare for this game. Like, look, if you're the Raiders, I, I think I'd rather see Baker Mayfield under center for the Rams than I would John Wolford or Bryce Perkin. Well, let's be honest. The Seahawks defense outside of Wayland have been some bombs the last couple of weeks. So we all had the Seahawks on the Raiders. And then even this last week against the Rams, they couldn't get a stop. You know, they had to come back from down under two. They're, they're uh, abysmal. Uh, having said that, get, have you heard any updates on Darren Waller? I've heard some whispers that he could be returning, if not this week, uh, in the near future. I, I sure hope so, if you're the Raiders, because, you know, they're, they're still clinging to, you know, a, a small percentage chance that, that they could make the playoffs. Obviously, they were in a similar situation last season. And, yeah, that, that's the, the latest that I've seen as well. I think it was yesterday, Paul Gutierrez, uh, VSPN said there, there's a chance that Darren Waller could be back from IR for next week's game. Uh, that, that would be against the New England Patriots. So obviously, you know, that would be a boost to the Raiders. But at this point, I just don't know if you could really trust Darren Waller. Like a lot of what we do here at Rotowire is fantasy centric. And I can tell you there are a lot of people at this company that are, are pretty much you know up to here with Darren Waller when it comes to these injuries and how wishy-washy the Raiders have been with his status all year. And Look, even in the games he was active early on, they lost every single one of those games. So as great as Darren Waller is, I think they've kind of found a groove with their big three on offense. Well, I picked him up in fantasy. I was hoping you were going to give me some <laughs> oh, it's, it's, good news. It's a nice news, sticky but, ad for the end of the year. I'll tell but you I, that. I'll put my umbrella up, Nick, because you rained on that parade. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's hit on Carolina visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Right now, Carolina sitting as a three-and-a-half-point underdog, some fours out there. Uh, but it feels like money's coming in on the Carolina Panthers. This game opened yep. in the look-ahead line at 7. 
has bounced all the way down here to three and a half. So uh, what do you see in uh, in this game in Seattle on uh, on Sunday afternoon? I mean, I would love to say I could trust the Seahawks on paper. This feels like it should be a good spot for Seattle. But, uh, you know, like like Sean said, this defense, man, it's it's been one of the worst in the league uh, really since that Tampa Bay game over in Germany. It feels like that's when everything switched for this Seattle team that had been on such a run. And not only the defense, but the offensive line has really struggled for the last month as well. And, we, you know, Carolina to me is, is similar to Denver in some ways where you can't trust that offense. Like, yeah, they could get the ground game going every now and then. But this is a really underrated defense that doesn't get talked about because of how bad the offense is. So if Seattle gets careless with the ball, you know, Geno Smith has lost a fumble in each of the last three games. He's been a little more careless than he was early on. I like Carolina to cover this game. I, I think Seattle probably wins at home. It looks maybe very similar to last week against the Rams, but I like Carolina with a three and a half. Well, Nick, before we let you run, I would like to congratulate your alma mater for making me look smart last night. Good job, Wisconsin. Good win. Good cover. And uh, as always, man, we appreciate it. Hey, anytime, guys. Thanks, there he guys. is. Nick Whalen from Roto-Wire. Check him out on SiriusXM as well. It is V-CIN primetime. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.